man, I had to go to Walmart today and I had a coffin fit in there and everyone was all like, well, mm. we're dead. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it was funny. Herbert F. COVID just walked in the door. <laughs> Donald Fart Trump just walked in the door. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I just, we are recording now. Uh, people, you should wear your masks. Your orange baby overlord got it, and he didn't even think it was real. He did think it was real, but he just... He's got it! Ooh. Yeah, baby, he's got it! <laughs> it's the stupidest... It's the stupidest way to be sick and possibly die. I mean, it just is so fucking dumb. Just mm-hmm. pure... I mean, I don't even know what the word is. Pure right. <laughs> yes! What a sh- what a shithole this place is, you guys. Your house? No, America. <laughs> uh, well, you know what we can do? We can we can take a magical trip to to another world, you know, with movies. Guys, the thing about movies is <laughs> Guys, you've heard of this? Guys, I mean, this is my this is <laughs> when I lean to the right this way, that's my after school special dad speech is Now lean to the left. Guys, and then you got a, you got an eyebrow over the glasses. Now, kids. All right, guys. <laughs> I wish this was a show, like a video a show. It is a show. I wish this was a show. I wish this, this was, was a video real. podcast so you guys could see. I wish this were a scratch and sniff so everybody could smell my clean hair. Mm, I can't smell it. Did you? I don't know why I'm going, going a sniffing. <laughs> so you might have accidentally washed it with mayonnaise. Mmm, out of her hair. I just can't smell anything. Can't taste it either. Hell, I could eat my hair if I wanted. If I needed the sustenance. <clears throat> if I couldn't, if I couldn't taste anything, do you find <laughs> the first thing I do is eat hair? <laughs> yeah. It's a big old plate of it, like spaghetti. Reading my diary again. Do you find that you don't, do you find that you just don't eat as much because you're just like, I don't like, what's the, I don't, I'm trying to figure out what I would do if I couldn't taste anything. It would seem like I wouldn't eat my favorite things. Cause I'm like, what's the point? Right. Um, I did hold off on candy corn and peanuts for a little while. Um, I don't know, I've been eating things based on texture a lot. Like I've really been wanting crunchy stuff. So I've been eating mm. a lot of like. Triscuits and stuff like that. That's um, well. Those those don't taste like anything anyway. So you're doing all right there. True, true. It's like crispy cardboard. Um, that was the original name. Yeah, I actually delicious triscuit is British for crispy cardboard. <laughs> They're the same language. All right. You say yip uh, British. Yip. Oh. <laughs> uh, Without realizing, uh, I mean, I wasn't trying to, but without realizing my first two-ish weeks of COVID, I lost like nine pounds. I didn't, like I wasn't trying to, and I attribute that to just not really having much of an appetite because what's the point? Yeah, I'm, so the crunching, like that was pretty interesting. I was The new COVID diet. Try it today. I will say today I could taste the mint coating on my dental floss. Mm. Um, <gasps> baby steps um, and 
it smells like something's maybe dying in my refrigerator. So, but, but, it's a miracle. Um, all of my friends who, Loki, really, all of my friends who have had COVID at the same time as me um, have said that when their sense of smell does start coming back, it's like everything smells awful for a while. Interesting. So, like, it's weird. Mm. Do you know the smell, like, when you have, like, uh, like, strep or like a sinus infection like that gross like rotten smell in your sinuses yeah 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 yeah. Uh-huh. it's like that plus like rotting flesh is pretty much what i can smell right now mm. um so burger king it smells like burger king <laughs> <laughs> yes believe it or not um smell like those dollar that. nuggets from burger king <laughs> I'll tell you what I don't um, I don't like the Burger King commercial that has the food influence. Oh my God, the food influencers! What? Yeah, I just had a the furniture, the food influencers, and they're just blowing these people's minds because they're getting if they buy one Whopper that they, they get the other one for free. But these are not segments they're filming for their YouTube shows. These are commercial cameras that are so they're. I it's just I hate it. It makes me so mad. I don't like when commercials think I'm stupid. Like this guy really didn't know he was getting a free sandwich today. Never seen them. Don't know what you're talking mm. about. Take your word for it. It's the same. It's the same energy as the Chevy commercial, where it's like the real people are like, mm, "Man, I'd love to fuck that Chevy." <laughs> Burger King. <laughs> Oh my God! I will say that um, the other night I watched the the presidential debate, and womp, womp. yeah, whew, um, we all lost on that one. I'm not trying to sound like some kind of asshole here, but that's the first time that I've seen commercials in a very long time because I don't have like basic TV. I just have streaming services. It's like I haven't seen, I haven't had to endure commercials in a long time they've not gotten better holy shit they're so horrible they're bad i wanted to die watching commercials was i would have rather the debate go on was there one was there one in particular because man there's some stuff that really just was it that Uh, burger king commercial the guy fucks a chevy Oh. <laughs> Were there any hover around commercials? <laughs> no, but there's a no. new Buick commercial, and it is an evolution. Yes, it's an evolution of the Buick commercial story. They're telling you a mean story. it got better, dude. So now the Buicks oh, have the second act. The Buicks have Alexa built into them, so you can be like Alexa, <gasps> whatever. Um, so now. Uh, someone in the commercial refers to it as a Buick, and then the person driving the Buick's like, "No, that's Alexa." So before the cars were so ugly, or they 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 looked too good, they weren't ugly, so we didn't know they were Buicks. But now we know they're Buicks, but because they have Alexa, you're supposed to refer to them as Alexa. And I'm just like, Buick, I hate you. <laughs> in fact. I'm throwing out that we're not even talking about the movie. This is 90 minutes of me versus Buick. Anti Buick. <laughs> the Carpenter Ranch. <laughs> Children of the night. What music they make. For those like me, a death dealer, 
This signaled the end of an era. Some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate a bill. And at the very end, I'm gonna put Dr. Acula across the screen. Take that period, get it out of there, squish it together. It'll say, Dracula. Bloody wolves chasing me through some blue inferno. My own brother, a goddamn shit sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. They look like psychos. Is that what they look like? They were vampires. Psychos do not explode when sunlight hits them. I don't give a fuck how crazy they are. It's a Buick. First ever Buick Encore GX. Available with Alexa built in. Nice Buick. It's an Alexa. I now go by the name of Daytona. Jackie Daytona. The Carpenter Rants. Hey everybody, welcome to TCR. I went low that time. <laughs> uh, three nobodies talking about all things horror movies, and uh, we're those nobodies. I'm Caleb. I'm Doug. I'm Kendall. <laughs> hey. And we're counting them down tonight. Check out this Stephen King Rules face mask we have. Oh, I nice. like it. Yeah. Should be red, like dude's shirt and... Uh, Monster Squad. Yeah, I know. I don't know. Um, yeah, I should throw it away. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, folks, it is officially October. Um, October. And uh, and it's horrifying. <laughs> and uh, if you live in horrifying. if you live in America, mostly, I see our our, inter- our international numbers. You know, it's not like a lot of them, but I see them. And uh, I just, I'm like, I just want to say to them right now, be glad you're not here. Because your country probably handling things pretty good. Um, probably. It, it's been a wild week, and um, but we're getting closer. Uh, I mean, Doug, I know things are crazy, but it's the holiday season, for, for gosh sake. That it is. And... Um, you know, things are crazy, but what we can do is we can still, you know, Doug, you have your um, horror theme park set up at your house now. Um, I do. I put some more stuff up today. Oh, my gosh. More than what you did have? <laughs> yes. Oh, man. And I'm still not done. Dude, you got more this year than I think ever. Um, but uh, I guess you go big. Is this your first Halloween in the new house? Yes. Yeah, so... Um, no kidding, Kendall. This guy's got like forty tombstones in his front yard. <laughs> um, I think it's eighteen. Okay, well, I put up my my other inflatable crap and more uh, animatronic stuff. Nice. Do the yeah. uh, do the tombstones have silly names? Some of them do. One of them says "Bye, Felicia." Oh, and that's I like just it. Darwin. That is cute. Um, yeah, man, we've got our uh, we've got our Halloween uh, decorations up. We're watching horror movies, which I'm doing all year anyway. But this is the time of the year where like Elise starts. It's when the watching. posers come in. Yeah, this is when Elise starts watching them with me. So yeah, the posers. Yeah, <laughs> as soon as I say it. Um, uh, the yes. wet blankets. Yep. Uh, just <laughs> wob. Um, 
Wait, what? I was coughing. I wasn't paying attention. I called. I called Elisa Wob. It's a wet ass blanket. Wet ass blanket. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I haven't thought to say that to her yet. Um, I'll I'll let her know as soon as we're done here. What would um, you bring for a wet ass blanket? <laughs> a bucket so you can wring it out. <laughs> Guess you're right. I guess it still works. <laughs> the dog's not happy about it. Um, <laughs> he's like they're talking about wobs again. All right. Um, okay, tangent. I'm sorry. Uh, have y'all watched? Y'all watched this week's SNL, right? Mm-hmm. Not yet. Oh well, not too much of a spoiler. I'm sure it's Bob's. probably known that Maya Maya it was, Rudolph it was will make a Kamala Harris appearance. <laughs> um, I plan on uh, watching it after this. She did a she had a uh, WAP joke. Woman is president, oh, and yeah. it was cute as hell. It was cute. Mm. That was a really fucking good episode. I enjoyed I th- it. I thought it was. I thought it was okay. I think maybe maybe I was just pining extra hard for some Saturday Night Live. Yeah, I was too, honestly. Like, um, I just was in the mood for it, and uh, no, I thought it was really good. I laughed a lot. Um, I liked the I liked the Megan performances, but I just like her anyway. Um, and I mean, the only th- I mean, there was like one sketch that I was like, this didn't work at all, but everything else I thought was was fine. And we get yeah, was really good. The name change stuff is getting a little tired at this point, but uh, like the off the office of official oh, name I change liked, or whatever. I liked that. That I was fine with, but um, no, I thought it was good. Um, that dog is pissed. He was like, "I hate that liberal garbage." I <laughs> 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 made. Fun. They made fun of our president. It ain't funny. He's sick. Y'all gave him that fake China virus. Now <laughs> <laughs> hey, you up there talking about the show, made fun of it. I like how a dog in the Midwest <laughs> has a southern accent. He's from the south. I can tell. He's, he's moved here from the south. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> I'm from Georgia. God damn it. Trump, 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 Trump. <laughs> we had a, we had a, we tangenting tonight, folks. We had we'll a, we'll get to um, the movie shortly, folks. We will. And I have really good notes about it too, because it's a great movie. But we had a, uh, we had a, a march out here in, in my, in my neck of the woods today. You can call it a march. There's like 15 people with, with Trump signs, like marching over like a highway overpass or something. <laughs> Not American, right. not American flags, mind you, Trump flags. Oh man, blue line flags. Yeah, absolutely. Like blue line flags, Trump flags. <laughs> Maybe somebody brought an American flag, and I'm like, I see what happened here. <laughs> you don't really care about this. Um. All right. Well, folks, uh, the point is, is that everything is is awful. And uh, what we do here at this show is we just try to enjoy uh, our favorite time of year. Um, I love the fall. I love Halloween specifically. Um, we've got our decorations up. We got you know treats. Elise has already been working on some treats. We're watching scary movies. Uh, we're you know we're kind of watching some 
some scary movies for Grayson. Um, he's getting into it. He's really excited. Um, and you know, here at the show, uh, when it's the month of Halloween, we try to give you guys something special. Um, one year, uh, of course, we did uh, the Halloween films. Um, what did we do? Last year was the Universal Monsters. That was that was a lot of fun. Yeah, um, it was. And so, uh, kind of in that in that vein, we want to make sure that the October series um, is something you know classic but scary and and something we can have fun with. And Doug suggested that uh, we talk about vampire movies um, for the Halloween month, and I thought that was perfect. Um, there are, and then. One month is not enough. We'll have to do this again because when we when we started to break out the list, it was like, man, they've made a lot of really fun vampire movies. True. There's some really good ones. There's some really fucking like scary ones. There's some really funny ones, and then there's a ton that are just like uh, just a fucking blast to watch. Um, and that's uh, that's I feel like one we're kicking off the series with. Uh, this is my pick. Um, folks, tonight we're talking about From Dusk Till Dawn. Yeah, we are. Um, dark night. Yeah, it's a dark I like the idea that Seth gets to the end and he was like, they said I was it was all one big ad for Buick yeah (laughs) Seth comes out he's like they told me it was a Buick music and they're like what kind of what kind of car is this it's a Buick no shit (laughs) (laughs) um I'm trying I forgot to plug up my computers I'm trying spoilers plug it yeah I just hated to jump right to the end Jesus Christ hang on uh yeah I just I love the idea that Seth's like (laughs) <laughs> they said it was a Buick, and he's like, "Hey, that is a Buick." Drives off. This ends the exact same way. Drives off toward El Rey. Okay, so this is a really fun movie. Doug, do you remember the first time you saw this movie, and were you aware of what it actually was, or were you surprised by it? I was surprised. Uh, I saw this. I think my wife, then girlfriend, showed it to me. Mm for the first time yeah and uh i was pleasantly surprised yeah man um i was um somebody showed it to me too and i think that's the best way to see it um kindle were you aware of what the movie was going into it or was it a was it a shock um so i'm pretty sure pretty sure a high school boyfriend showed me this movie and I'm pretty sure that he would have spoiled it and told me it was a vampire movie. So, yeah, I'm sure I went into it <laughs> knowing what it was about. Man, I'll tell you what, real quick. If Go you ahead. own the Blu-ray uh, and you don't know what's coming, the fucking menu screen spoils the fuck out yeah, of it. Yeah, it does. It really does. I definitely watched it on uh, DVD. Um, and somebody showed it to me and they, you know, they kept it... Um, that's a good friend too, by the way. A friend that's like, "Hey, man, you gotta see this movie," but they want to watch it with you because they want to see your reaction. But they don't fucking like, yep. you know, they're like, "Dude, you gotta see this movie." This guy turned it was, turns out he was a tree the whole time. Um, 
you know, that's a, well, sh- I just spoiled the movie I'm writing, but, um, he was an anchorito. What? I said a tree. <laughs> an anchor- oh. What's an anchorito? Sounds like something off of a Taco Bell menu. That's why I was confused. Turns out he was an anchorito <laughs> the whole time. What the fuck? Oh, it's Spanish for crunchy tomato. <laughs> it rocks. Anchoritas. <laughs> Um, yeah, man, uh, that's a good friend that won't spoil the movie for you. And that's, that was the experience that I got. Um, and it's, and it's a while into the movie before that switch happens. So, I mean, um, we'll talk about it as we get into it, but, um, before we can do any of that, um, Doug, I'm going to need me some fat deets, brother. Fat, fat, fat deets, fat, fat, fat deets, fat. Well, sir, this here movie was released January 17th, 1996. Mm, always a good month for movies. Mm-hmm. Directed by Robert Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Written by Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. His first hired written work. Mm. And uh, had a budget of $19 million. And it brought back $59.3 million. It was the highest grossing movie of that week until the following week where Mr. Holland's Opus knocked it out of the number one spot. You know, um, (laughs) Mr. Holland's Opus pulled up in a Buick, (laughs) knocked dust till dawn out of there. (laughs) Um, That's, you know, January is... Uh, notoriously the month where where studios will just dump the dumpster the, month yeah well that's just like no one's gonna go see this so you know maybe we'll make you know 10 or 20 million dollars off of it um but uh that that's a pretty big um that's a pretty big uh box office for uh for from dust till dawn to come out in a you know january release um and I don't know, to me, there's been some really great movies that got dumped in January just because they're like, no one's going to see this. But then, you know, there was like a dope movie like Taken was one of those movies. Yes. Yeah. Taken was a total January dump. And <laughs> and <laughs> as I said, taking a January dump, taking a January dump. <laughs> oh, hilarious. Um, yeah, man, but then it just turned out to totally rock. Um, all right, this, um, this movie did not come out on Blu-ray for years. Um, but I wanted it on Blu-ray because I'd just gotten my Blu-ray player and I bought a, a Canadian, uh, Blu-ray of <laughs> From Dust Till Dawn and, uh, the cover, the cover art is in English and French. Um, Mm. Yeah, but I remember it came out. Uh, you could order it on Amazon, um, but uh, it didn't release here in the states for a couple more years. So I got that very. Yeah, I don't think it came out until like what 2014 or something like that. Yeah, something crazy like that. Yeah, no, it was years later. I picked it up the day it came out too. That's all that story. 
Um, the Canadian version is the exact same movie, except in the end, um, he just has like some waffles and syrup. He rides off on a moose. Yeah. <laughs> I said new-ish. This is a 90. That's a 90-year-old moose. Um stupid. I know it's bad. Let's get let's so let's get into something that's good. Uh man, I love this movie. Um this is going to be one of those Mm-hmm. This is gonna be one of those like every few minutes I talk way too long about one tiny specific thing, but like it's just so fucking good. Do it. Yep. <laughs> and um, I I wrote it later in my notes, but um, I'll just say it from the beginning, like the um, the collaboration level here with uh, Rodriguez and Tarantino is just unbelievable. Um, like. Everything that's being said, like, sounds like Quentin Tarantino. Like, the movie feels like it's his. But then it looks like a Robert Rodriguez movie. Like, but everything's like Rodriguez. It, like, they, their styles blend so well together. It's unbelievable. Um, Mm -hmm. and, you know, I know they've done a lot together, but I wish they would do more of this kind of collaborative stuff because, Man, like Quentin's voice and uh, and Rodriguez's vision together, and they're both so great separately. But when they, man, when our powers combine, uh, just fucking great movie, man. Man, I forgot how incredibly dark this movie was. It is. Oh boy! From from yep. opening dialogue, uh, just. And you're talking like this is pretty, this is pretty typical mid '90s, you know, Tarantino, uh, Reservoir Dogs, and uh, and Pulp Fiction. Um, and then I mean, this all, is a movie with like a it's a silly basis, like yes. But holy shit, is it dark? It is mm-hmm. very dark. Um, <clears throat> well, I mean, we'll just start off at the beginning. You get Michael Parks. God, and, what and, a treasure. And John Hawks, who is just incredible. Um, John Hawks is a guy, I think he's got something like 160 credits on IMDb. He's in everything. Um, And he's such a good character actor. And he's just always like, I mean, he's in big scenes or he's in like, you know, really great. I mean, I don't know. He's just incredible. And I I love him so much here. Um, I just just want to shout him out because I think he's underrated at what he does. Um, and the writing here is so good because like this conversation, like sets up all the exposition for the whole movie and it does it so naturally. It's just parks coming in to kind of complain about his day, which cops do with convenience store workers or restaurant workers all the time. It feels so real. Yes. It's like you would walk in to get something to drink and these two people, uh, would just be shooting the shit. Yes. Like when you go to any any town gas station, this would be happening at any time, anywhere. And it's not it's not a scene, dude. It's so fucking smart. It's not a scene where, uh, uh, you know, the 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 head of the uh, Texas Rangers is talking to Michael Parks, and he's like, "This is what happened. This is what's going on. This is who we're looking for." It's not like two cops like back and forth. It's not the same old exposition you've seen. In 
every movie. It's, you know, this guy, like, you know, he ate some bad eggs, and now there's murderers on the loose, and he's having a shit day about it. He's just, like, complaining, and it's so good, man. And Michael Parks is just the the goods. He's so great. Um, Playing the same character he plays in every, every movie. Tarantino, I mean, it's perfect. It's just perfect. Yeah. He nailed it. Um, I just, I want to hear him just read a list of every, like, Texas-ism that <laughs> there ever was. It just, it's, he's, his voice was Is made Is he from Texas? I don't know. I, I, now that I don't know. I want to say... I don't. I don't think so. I could be totally wrong about that. I think he's just. I think he's just that good of an actor. One of the best. Um, are you looking up his uh, his where yeah. he's from? Okay. Go ahead and talk. I'll okay. See yeah, I did. Um, yeah, he's no. from California. Yeah, there you go. Um, Corona, California. It's all coming together. <laughs> Michael Parks did this. Um, all right. So, uh, oh man, Hawks. Okay. So I was talking about Parks, but Hawks is so fucking good in this scene, especially when after, um, uh, after Parks goes into the bathroom and then, um, there's that great bit of dialogue where Clooney and Quentin just appear from somewhere in the store. Mm-hmm. Um, They've been hiding is, behind a, an aisle the whole time. Yeah, it's really good. They just show up, um, and then Clooney's so uh, Clooney's so dope in this movie. Like, I love him. Um, his first movie. This is his first movie? Really? Yeah. So he's his just been on ER uh, at this film. point? Wow. Yep, and Roseanne. Holy shit. I didn't know that bit of trivia. Um, he's great. Yep. Like he's doing all the classic like he kills it in this. head bobble and uh, but he's just so charming, <laughs> just and like lethal at the same time. Dude, he's great. He's so good. Um, and Hawks and he have this great bit of dialogue, and Hawks is like spitting out this really fast like Quentin Tarantino dialogue, but he's doing it like yeah. He's doing it so fast because he's terrified and he's trying to save his own life. And it just, like, he crushes it. The guy gets two minutes of screen time and he's just so good. Um, and so here we have, uh, uh, like I mentioned, George Clooney and Quentin Tarantino. They're playing the Gecko Brothers, uh, Seth and Richie. Um, basically, they um, these are the two killers that... Uh, Parks is bank robbers, for, yeah, bank robbers, and like, and uh, you know, Richie freaked out and killed a bunch of people, um, cops, and so now they're trying to get across the border, um, and they have two girls held hostage in the store, and basically, if uh, the if John Hawks, the uh, uh, cashier, can't convince Michael Parks that you know everything's cool, they're gonna, I mean, kill him basically. Um. And then, of course, uh, Richie is a total freak, uh, freaks out, kills uh, Michael Park's character, just blows his fucking brains out. Um, he's convinced that the cashier signaled him in some way. 
Man, when when Michael Parks hits the floor and he's like twitching and his mouth is like, yeah. Oh man, man, it is. I've never up. noticed noticed that. Like, it's pretty subtle. I had never noticed that before. Yeah, he shoots him just right in the back of the head, and he just falls over, just a twitching and shit. It's it's unnerving. Yeah, it's wild. They shoot the cashier. He's got a gun, so he starts to shoot back. Mm-hmm. So then you get this whole fun like shootout scene. Um, in the convenience store, uh, with Clooney getting that uh, that really cool move where he knocks the lighter fluid down into his hand, catches it, sets the toilet paper on fire, yeah. throws it behind uh, where all the liquor is, and and Richie shoots out all the bottles, and then they burn uh, John Hawk's character alive. And he lands on a display of popcorn, and it ends with all the popcorn popping, which is... I love that so Yeah, much. I do too. Um, just a, a body completely aflame, uh, popping all the popcorn in the store. Hilarious. Um, Seth and Richie... Well, as he's on fire, that... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, You're getting you go. To, to what I'm about to say. What, was, what were you going to say? As they're leaving the the liquor store, it's starting to burn down and explode. And they're arguing back and forth like nothing's going on behind them. And all these explosions and shit are going on. Yeah, the whole place just... it's And it's really well shot, too. It's well shot. Um, the acting there is good because basically uh, Clooney is uh, just laying into Quentin about, you know how they're supposed to be keeping a low profile as a building is exploding behind them. Um, and then they drive off into the sunset. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> um, you get the, uh, get the opening credits, uh, and we see, um, there's a little surprise in, in the trunk of their car. They have, uh, kidnapped somebody, um, hostage, a hostage from the, from the bank robbery. Um, there's a great, is, go ahead. Um, is it true? true? You guys probably know better than I do. Um, that, that, that like trunk POV shot. I've, I've heard tell that that is featured in like every, uh, movie that Quentin Tarantino has anything to do with. And like, I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I can recall pretty much about, every movie has got the shot. You talking about when they open the trunk? Right. Yeah. Um, I thought you were talking about the uh, the cartoon when they were going down the <laughs> the the road. The camera pans to the trunk, and you see the inside from it? like the outside fender. I and thought that woman just in there, like oh. I, I thought that's what she was talking about too, and I'm like, about. wait, I've seen like the POV from inside the trunk when it's being opened. Okay, well, it definitely happens in Red. Yeah, Dark that's Dogs. in every Tarantino movie. Definitely happens in Pulp, in Pulp Fiction. Fiction. Uh, definitely happens in Jackie Brown, um, Kill Bill, obviously. Inglorious Bastards. Hell, I think it's in Inglorious Bastards too. I'm Not in the th- car, but like in something else. I'm trying to think about when they open the uh, the 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 door and they find all the uh, people hiding under the house. Mm, no, they just shoot through the floor when they do that. That's right. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I bet he put it in there in a fun way, but I don't remember it. And I definitely don't remember any of it being in any of the recent movies. But I'm. It might be. Um, I always love that shot. Yeah, I do too. It's a good shot. Uh, 
I love when they're checking into the uh, hotel and fucking Clooney's just like laying into that bell and then that <laughs> that dude that fucking shuffles up. He's fucking ancient. He's yeah. like, what the hell you want? He calls what are you talking about, you old mean bastard? Yeah, I want a you fucking room. What do you think I want? He is so <laughs> great. That's some more that like, that's some more that Clooney, like he's just so, I don't know. He's just charming. Um, let's see. Um, I wrote here, put some asterisks next to it, um, that Richie is the most horrifying thing in this movie. And there's, there's, oh, yes. there's literal yeah, monsters definitely. in the movie. And this guy is just, I mean, every, like, first of all, his whole look is upsetting. Um, and then he's just, I don't know. He, he plays Tarantino plays a freak just something off very about him. easily, it feels like. It's just creepy yeah. looking. I um, do feel like if, if Quentin Tarantino um, had kept a low profile in life, he would definitely be prowling the streets killing people. Like oh. that's He's got, <laughs> he's got the world. He wasn't making art. He'd be a serial killer. <laughs> the movies are what's keeping that at bay. Um, yeah, that's his outlet. <laughs> and they're also enjoyable. Um, so it's all working out. Um, uh, Seth is going to go pick up the money and um, make a few phone calls and pick up some food. And he'll be back. And he leaves uh, Richie alone with, with the hostage. Um, and uh, Sweet old Gloria. Man. Uh, and you know just from the the five seconds there together that something uh, terrible is going to happen uh, in this situation. Oh, I wasn't, I did not. The first time I saw this, I did not see that coming. And I was heartbroken. At the, yeah. When the he's next like, scene. Why, why don't you come sit on the bed next to me? Yeah, no, I don't know. Oh man. It's like, surely they're not there. Nothing's going to happen to sweet Gloria. Oh man. No. Surely. Oh no. I, I knew she was, I knew oh, she no. was, uh, They're going to eat some food. Big Kahuna Burger like one happy family. And then she can be splattered all on the damn wall after you he probably were, did stuff to her butt. You were an optimist. Um, meanwhile, we meet the Fullers, everybody. They're on a family road trip. Uh, you got Harvey mm-hmm. Keitel and... Um, uh, Juliet Lewis. Juliet Lewis. Lewis, and then that other kid was there, and <laughs> I do not remember his name. I mean, uh, I know it's Carrie. Did anything else? Name, I mean, based on his performance in this movie, no. <laughs> he must have been a friend of Tarantino's or uh, Robert Rodriguez or something. This, oh man, I like Scott. Oh, Scott is terrible. He's, oh, he's not the, that bad. He's I'm the, just saying, I've never seen him in any, anything else. He's the weakest part of this movie. Uh, that whole scene where he's like, hey, Dad, why don't you lay down and let me take over the wheel for a while? I'm like, no. <laughs> 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 um, all right. No, uh, we got the Fullers here. And uh, Harvey Keitel is uh, a former pastor, lost his faith, uh, wife died. Um and uh it's pretty typical when you jacob yeah when you stop believing in jesus uh that's when it's time to hit the old dusty trail and find out who you really are 
Um, yep. Then, uh, so we meet him and his family, uh, you know, and, and we get all that exposition. Uh, then we get a TV news report uh, uh, about the crime uh, featuring... Um, Rest in peace, Kelly, Kelly Preston. Preston. Uh, yes, and... Um, I forgot she was in this, I and know. when the, the opening credits come, her name is... I was like, where the fuck is Kelly Preston in this? Was it, were her there name, she is. Were her names in the credit? I didn't even I didn't even see. Yeah. And she's interviewing um uh, a uh, legendary character actor, uh, uh John, John F. and Saxon. John F. And Saxon, yes. Um and uh I was shocked to see him in this movie. I, I forgot that he was uh I forgot that he I mean he's got like what twenty seconds, but he's great always. Oh yeah. Um, and they basically talk about the, uh, all the cops they've killed and how the, like, when they catch these guys, it's, you know, they're going down. I like how Kelly Preston went out of her way to act like the, uh, amateur, like, news reporter. She's like, now tell us what they're, they're doing out there. <laughs> it was, it was just a nice touch. It was really You could good. tell she was, she was struggling to act bad. Um, let's see. Back at the hotel, Seth finds the mess. Um, this scene is really good. The, uh, they never really show Mm -hmm. you, um, what they do is they splice in these frames of like all the carnage that's gone on. Mm -hmm. Makes it way creepier. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say you don't, you don't need to see it. You just know that Mm -hmm. Tarantino is already fucked up in the head. And, um, what he did to her is something that you just shouldn't see anyway. Yeah, you just get like these like quick cuts of like just blood splatter everywhere, and then um, I like the dialogue here where Seth is just like, "What is wrong with you?" Um, you know, because that's his brother, and he loves him, but he understands. That yeah, he knows he's fucked up. There's a murder in hell. There's a real struggle there with Seth because Seth obviously really cares about Richie, but like he doesn't. But hates him at the same time. And he also doesn't understand that Richie's a fucking like, like even if even if Richie had made it to El Rey, like things weren't gonna be smooth down there. Richie would have fucked something up down there for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, the dude is—he's not just a criminal; he's a psycho, and and uh, he gets his. I'll tell you that much. Um. um all right, so. Uh, the the Fuller family checks into the same hotel. Um, <laughs> Quinn Tarantino's got this great line here. He is so good in this moment where he asks to borrow their ice bucket. And he's like, uh, we don't have one, and I promise I'll bring it right back. Like, right back. <laughs> I love it. Um, he, was, he was really good in this role. Um, just creepy. Uh, and, of course, they... Uh, they kidnap the uh, Fuller family, uh, take them hostage. We even have this weird fantasy scene where uh, uh, Juliet Lewis's character asks uh, Richie if uh, he'll eat her pussy for her. Um, just, it's so real to him. He brings it up later. He, yes. Like, yeah. He, do you remember? Uh, were you serious you about that about? thing you were asking me about? Because I'll totally <gasps> do it. Uh, oh what? And my and she's clearly like an underage girl. Yeah, like she's, she's supposed clearly to be yeah, 15, a, teen, a teenager. Yeah. Um. 
they uh they all hop in the RV together, uh, hit the road, um, and uh, Richie's just being a creep uh, the whole way. Um, little bit of dialogue back uh, back and forth here with Seth and and Jacob, and then we get to the uh, border scene, which I believe is uh, Cheech Marin's first uh, role in this film. <laughs> Yeah, one of what twelve? <laughs> he's around a bunch. Uh, yeah, he's the uh, border guard, and um, Seth and uh, Richie are hiding with what's Juliet Lewis's character's name? Um, Kate. Kate. They're hiding with her in the bathroom. Um, Jacob and uh, Scott are supposed to get the border guard out of there, but Scott's all like, "Dad, I'm gonna tell the truth." And uh, Jacob's like, you better not. Um, you're not even you really my son. Not. I'll fucking leave you here. Um, <laughs> it's just... Um, but, so the border guard, he hears a noise in the bathroom. Oh, because Richie's mad. Because he feels like uh, Seth has insulted him in some Seth way. Seth called him a nut. Yeah. And he's like losing his shit. Yeah, and he's and all he, like, be the fuck quiet. You're going to get us caught. Yeah, zero regard that their safety is in jeopardy if he doesn't shut the fuck up. Yes. Yeah, so he's like, no, you called me a nut. Bah, 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 bah. So Seth hits him with that fucking backhand punch, Batman style. And um, like there is a look of like the look on his face after he fucking hits his brother, like it felt so good. He's just like, like he just, <laughs> yeah, felt so good to knock him the fuck out. Um, and of course the border guard hears this and there's a little, there's a little scene there where they, they hide in the shower and, and Juliet Lewis is like, Hey, I'm trying to take a shit in here. Um, but I love how, like you can tell, that like she says the f word right here and you know that she's just thinking like i can say this and get away with this because like yeah i'm in the middle of doing something like really crazy like my dad's not gonna get on to me for saying the f word right here yeah do you mind closing the fucking door <laughs> i love it and also the border guard lingering on the young girl on the toilet for too long a lot of creepers in this film a lot of lingering um and they get across the border. Everything's going great. They get to uh, the Titty Twister, um, which is a bar. They've got naked dancers. It's not really a strip club. Um, it's just a, a bar. That well, the brothers are supposed to meet someone there. Yeah, they're meeting up with whoever's taking them down to El Rey. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we have Cheech Marin in his second role of the film. Um, he's the guy with the pussy list of all the different kinds of pussy um, mm-hmm. that is that they have at the titty twister. He's like, he's like the Bubba Gump of uh, the titty twister. <laughs> <laughs> we got a butterfly pussy. Uh, <laughs> pussy scampy. Barbecue pussy. Popcorn pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that like fourth wall moment though where he looks into the camera. Oh yeah. He, uh, if you can find pussy for free, fuck okay. it. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> it's insane. 
That's so good. Um, well, they head inside, and now we get our, we kind of like, we kind of move through the bar. We see all the characters. Um, uh, we, we see Frost. Uh, we see Sex Machine. Um, you know, they're kind of like doing their thing. Now, Sex Machine's an interesting guy. Um, he's got a dick gun, for one. Um, and like, that's the mm-hmm. most obvious, so you gotta, you gotta bring it up. Now, does he not have a real dick? I'm very curious about. Or is this just an apparatus on the outside? Um, apparatus. Okay. I don't I'm thinking he doesn't have a real dick and that he, he's got a was, dick button. He does have a dick button. Now, where is that button located? Because not only does not only does it make the the like the cod piece is operating it on it as well cuz that has to fold down and then the little shaft comes up. But it also with the chambers like the with the, the chambers, chamber testicles. like testicles, yeah. But it also goes back down. <laughs> like there's there's a retract button, <laughs> which is adorable. Well, he pulled it on Greg Nicotero at, when they were yeah. whatever they were doing at the. Uh, uh, what were they doing at the table playing poker or playing fucking around cards. with something? They're playing cards, but okay. So this was the other thing about Sex Machine. Gun dick, obvious. Um, he also carries around a little whip, and uh, he uses it to like s- steal beers and stuff for people. And that's what that's what they were having the scuffle about, is because he stole that beer and then whipped out his his penis gun. Um, yep. I don't think I'd ever I had realized before watching this time that that the long haired dude with the little knife was Greg Nicotero. Yes. Yep. And you know. We were talking about this earlier, and I guess, I don't know, I mean, the very first time you watch a movie, I don't know how, how close you pay it to the credits, um, but, you know, it, I saw that it did mention, like, Kurtzman and Nicotero doing, like, creature design, like, creature design by, uh, was in the opening credits, so if, you, if you're watching this, like, bank heist movie, and you're like, creature design, so I guess maybe that should have given something away, but, um... Anyway, um, what else? Oh, yeah, Frost is at a table playing dominoes. Now, I also thought this was cute. And he's like, he's not really playing them. He's like stacking them up. He's building a little domino house. And then some naked lady comes by and is dancing on the table, knocks over the dominoes, and he is upset about it. He is very pissed. He had about six dominoes stacked up, and she just knocked them right over. <laughs> Get your vagina out of here. <laughs> Trying to stack oh, man, I, I love the bit where uh, Jacob saves the day when they're all about to be kicked out of the bar because it's a biker bar and he steps in with his class two commercial driver's license. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We deserve a spot here. By the way, <laughs> Harvey Keitel is so good in this movie because um, in like every movie that he's in, he shows up and he's like the tough guy and he's like the badass guy. You know what I mean? And in this movie, he is just like this really dorky dad that's like really assertive, but he's also Very super. Meek little dude. He's also super annoying sometimes, but it's just like, but he's still getting shit done. I, he's yeah. so good. This is a really inter- this is a really different character for him. I really like it. Uh, the thing with Kaitel in this movie, how he delivers his dialogue. Yeah. If you've no, if you notice, it just dawned on me. Maybe this isn't it. Maybe this is just something I, I put together. But as the movie keeps progressing, 
throughout it's like he's a he's a preacher giving a sermon okay. it starts out and it keeps building and building and building and then he gets real aggressive yeah. towards the end of the movie and then it goes down i like that and then that's when he i don't know if that was a choice or maybe i'm putting too much into it but i don't know i like that observation but if you notice yeah, as, it's, a, it's just how he's delivering dialogue it's not really natural no but it's it's like a preacher giving a sermon yeah i like that i like that I deep know. dives with maybe maybe that's something i don't know no i like it anywho back to the titties there's a lot of them um yeah so this place quite a bit quite a tip yes come on um so everybody's relaxing they're having drinks uh uh, Jacob earns uh, Jacob earns uh, Seth's respect a little bit even uh, just by like talking to him like a man um, and uh, they start having drinks together and then Selma Hayek comes out and does her whole like uh, snake dance and uh, I have been and remain in love with Selma Hayek for uh, you know ever since the first time I saw her which might have been this maybe not but um I love yeah. her. Yeah, she's great. Um also a, a thing I've heard tell of uh you know she does that beer luge thing oh, into yeah. Richie's mouth. I already mouth know with, you, with her foot, yeah. So Quentin Tarantino, Tarantino is into right foot stuff, right? Like he oh, yeah. he oh, like yeah. a known like he him like personally has a foot fetish, right? Yes. Like a yep. really it's a big thing. Yes. Yep. Okay. Just want to make sure I remembered that correctly. <laughs> yes, I was thinking about that as I was watching today, and that aspect of it really upsets me. <laughs> I was like, if this was just like this, is he was another... definitely full chub under that oh, table. Oh man, that, oh most well, definitely. Well, you see, when they go back to the wide shot, his side of the table is up like you know several inches <laughs> higher than the rest of the table. <laughs> They had to kill his character off because he was just he couldn't stop being hard. The rest of the, they're like that's it. <laughs> he couldn't deliver his lines clearly. <laughs> I thought about that when I was watching. I was just like, if that was just some Joe, whoever that I didn't know. Maybe he didn't like that, or he did. But just knowing right in that moment that he's just like, his brain's exploding. It's just gross. <laughs> well, I, good for him, I guess. Are there um, other movies where he writes himself into like getting some kinky foot stuff? There's a lot of uh, gr- gratuitous foot shots in all his movies. Yeah, it's in just, some form or fashion. Just lots of close-ups of, of feet and, and stuff. True. Happening. I mean, I'm thinking. I don't remember any more. Course. I don't remember any uh, from Dustal Dawn though. No, he didn't. I don't think he. I don't think he wrote himself in any other scenes like that. <clears throat> Interesting. Well, you know, if this was one of the first things he wrote, then you can definitely see that. He's just like, there's going to be a foot scene. That foot's going in someone's mouth, and it's the guy I'm writing myself in. (laughs) (laughs) And I can see Robert being like, I don't know, maybe we shouldn't. Yeah. Robert's like, maybe we, can we take the foot out? And he's like, no, god damn it. He flips it. You're going to want that foot. It's the only time he threatened to walk off the movie, and Robert's like, "Okay, I don't. That's a freak. 
And then we start seeing the movies he directed, and we're like, oh, mm, it's all coming together. Well, this isn't the very first thing he's ever written. This no, is the first no. thing he was asked paid. to write yeah. and be paid for. Everything else he's written was his stuff. Um, let's see. Um, all right. There's that so, tussle. Excuse me. Um, tussle between like uh, the doorman uh, and Danny Trejo. Yeah, pussy list yeah. comes in, and he's just like, he didn't like the pussy. <laughs> And then, so they start fighting, uh, some gunshots go off, um, and we're now an hour into the movie before the first vampire is revealed, which is crazy, and it's a good movie. Um, it's an amazing movie. You are, all this character development and shit, yeah. like, and if you don't this, expect just a heist movie. Yeah, if you don't expect what's coming, like, when I'm watching it, I didn't know what the progression was. I thought they were going to get into it, like, the cartel or something, or I thought that like the some rogue you know U.S. marshals or whatever were going to come into Mexico after him. I was expecting some kind of like shootout at the end of this. Um, yeah. Or you know the federales like pinned them into this bar. I didn't know what was going to happen. Didn't expect them to be vampires. And uh, you know Selma Hayek turns into a vampire. She bites Richie, kills him. Um, Everything just devolves into chaos immediately. Um, all the chicks turn into to vampires. There's a couple of the guys that work at the restaurant that are vampires. Uh, the mariachi band, vampires. And their instruments, That's awesome. just human body parts. Are humans. <laughs> How does it make that, that music? Um, so, uh, but it's amazing. Robert Rodriguez is one of the band members, right? Is he? I think, I think so. Like, I think he's a guitar player. Oh, okay. Not the, not the singer, not the, the other singer. guitar player. <clears throat> the one who's off to the left. Never yeah, the lead guitar that. player. Um, let's see. Uh, the entire chaos of the bar scene is, is so great. Um, uh, there's some interesting moments. Uh, Frost rips a guy's heart out barehanded. Damn right. Now, this is one of those... Like that. Now, this is one of those moments where... Um, I'm totally fine that there's vampires and I'm totally fine that the band's instruments are human body parts that they've somehow strung up and they still sound like guitars. Fine with all that. And they're playing them through amplifiers somehow. Um, but when Frost rips the guy's heart out, I was like, man, come on. Come on. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's not real. He's a bad motherfucker. <laughs> he is. He really is. I just, I just, I even laughed at myself when I was just like, why am I picking this? Like, why is this the thing that my brain was like, I'm not buying in on this. <laughs> the heart comes out. No, uh-uh. Turn it off. That's not accurate at all. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But then Sex Machine stabs the the heart in his hand with a, with pencil, a pencil and kills the vampire it belonged to. Hilarious. Yeah, well, that, that part. cute, like back and forth, just with her, no words. He's yes. just like, mm, mm-hmm, I'm doing this. <laughs> now yeah. that part, my brain Safini's was like, so good in this. That part, my brain was like, that's how you kill vampires. That makes total sense. But when mm. he ripped the yeah. heart out, mm-mm. um, Savini is great in this. Like, did he do any like makeup work, or was he just there to hang out? I think he was just there to hang out. Uh, I think he was just acting. Uh, Nicotero was doing it all. That's I'm true. sure he might may have helped. He may have. Because, you know, him and Nicotero are tight. But 
he but probably, he was just there as an actor. He probably played around with the makeup, just you know, hanging out. But yeah, man, uh, I love I love just seeing it. I like you. the part where he's he's jumping from table to table to avoid yes. the topless vampire chase. <laughs> <laughs> like a tiny little pounce to the next table, and a clear oh, we lost him. <laughs> It's so great. Um, I wrote later, um, but I'll I'll bring it up right now. Um, it, for not for not knowing that a vampires existed until just then, um, they are uh, uh, amazingly uh, composed and doing quite well. Um, <laughs> oh, I think so. I think that they are familiar with like vampire lore, but that they just oh, yeah, don't. They, they, they talk about that later in their in the in the movie. They are now, okay. Interesting. Well, no, 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 no. They do, they do mention that they don't believe in vampires. So, yeah. So this is a world where vampires are something you know that are, it's in pop culture, but um, they're still not really that surprised that um, that they're facing them. Um. Oh, uh, there's another weird moment where they've killed everyone except the band, and then they're like, "All right, we're killing this band." And then the band fucking like just they they explode. Uh, they teleport. Before, they before they're gone. The I think they just their body parts flew. Uh, There's like mariachi arms and stuff. I think they did the Big Bob's discount ninja hitman disappear. Oh, all right. Deep cut. But I, it made me laugh <laughs> so hard when they look over to the band and they're just like a couple sour notes they're just like <laughs> like, <this>, like <laughs> yeah. their instruments <laughs> so funny it's hilarious and then they just i thought they exploded i've never known what happens there um but you're telling me they, yeah. did, a, they did a ninja vanish i think so maybe they, maybe they um Turned into bats and they dropped their instruments and sparks flew. Possibly, well, I was thinking Possibly. that. I was thinking that too. But then this time I was I was really looking and it seemed like their body parts flew off as well. I don't know. Um, I have to watch it again, but it, I never know what's going on right there. I don't know. I don't know. Um. All right. Uh. Quentin wakes up. Richie's a vampire, and boy, just he's got a he's got a real fucking Ray merged with Vigo face going on. Like, Woo! <laughs> he is one. He's an ugly motherfucker to begin with, but oh, when he man. is bamped out, yikes! Oof. Yeah, he just it's like he got stung by a bee, and his face just swole up, but just stayed creepy looking. Um, he's got that square Frankenstein head. Kind of reminded me of uh, it's fresh on my mind, but like the Bubba Hotep makeup. Oh, you know what? Yeah. You know what? It's really reminiscent of that Evil Dead Two makeup because Nicotero was working on that movie too. A little bit, yeah. Little bit. Yep. It's got that that evil ass jaw. Um, ass jaw, ass jaw. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, yeah, so, let's see, all right, so this is where they have the, the discussion as well, where George Clooney's like, I don't believe in vampires, but, uh, I don't want to talk about that, because there's vampires, so we're just accepting. I believe my eyes. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so they all kind of come to that conclusion, um, there is, uh, 
there's like one like top like torso of a vampire crawling around uh and bites uh is that the one that bites sex machine yeah yeah bites his arm yes so now like sex machine is uh slowly turning uh and then he has it from him for a little bit. He does. He hides it for just like a like a scene, <laughs> and then Frost figures it out. And then uh, that's when you get the great. That's when you get that great. Come on, sex machine. Um, and then this is one of my. Well, favorite. all this is happening while Frost is giving the uh, back and numb speech. Yes. Um, back in nine, when I learned how to pull a man's heart out <laughs> barehanded, <laughs> stab it with a pencil. <laughs> um, so there's this, uh, there's this really great shot here where, uh, there's a tussle between Frost and Sex Machine, and then Frost throws Sex Machine through uh, the the boards that are on the doors. And oh, also by the way, there's all these bats that have been trying to get into the building. Um. When when that door breaks, uh, the bats flood into the building, and then Frost turns back to the camera to reveal that he is now a vampire. And uh, his makeup was the most unsettling. Well, you know, yeah, his his neck like his neck got real fat too. He had a big fat neck. Oh, fat neck ass. <laughs> I'm like his his jaw was like, or his like small split. He looked like a predator. He's bat like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, his, yeah, he was he fucked up looking. I love that. I love that whole shot. Um, it reminded me of his mouth. Reminded me of the dinosaurs from the hit TV show Dinosaurs. <laughs> yes. Not the mama. Not the mama. Yes. Um, our heroes retreat back into like this storeroom or whatever, and uh, they lock themselves in there, and uh, they're they're in there for a little bit, and. Uh, <coughs> I think there's also Sans Jacob. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jacob fights his way back through there. Uh, gets bit. Yeah, he's behind the bar. <clears throat> he gets bit on his way back there. Um, and you know, he decides like, Hey, I'm probably going to turn fast. You use me while you got me. Um, which is a team player. That's a good dude. Hey, before yeah. we skip over this, I mean, we have, but I have to go back to it before we get into like the, the, uh, uh, main crux of the action here, but one of my probably my favorite line in this whole movie uh, when Seth like insults Jacob's faith, and they have like uh, like Jacob punches Seth in the in the nose, and uh, Seth gets Jacob to say out loud, uh, "Was he say he he wants him to say I'm a mean motherfucking servant of God," yes. and, and Jacob says, "I'm a mean mm, mm, <laughs> servant of God." <laughs> He won't. He won't say it. It's so cute. Uh, do you have family members that do that, Kendall? Absolutely. My mom would always like replace the word with something ridiculous, and she'd be like, "That guy." I mean, the mother checking. She would say, Uh, your mom using some form of checkers for everything. For every swear word. <laughs> Even um, not swear words like breasts. Continue. When she, when she would like 
instead of saying shit, she would say stink. So she'd be like, oh, stink. Oh, stink. <laughs> well, stink. I called the stink poop. <laughs> she calls the shit stink. <laughs> Best night of her life. <laughs> No, she would she'd be like, well, stink. Uh, <laughs> that's how you knew she was mad, dude. Ooh. <laughs> she had some right, I'm sorry. Caleb, get in here, you dog that stank in the floor. <laughs> that's what gassed Jacob back up to fight for them. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Real quick. Um, I, whenever I she had seen Jerry Maguire with my dad. And uh, she was like telling me how good it was, and she was like, "Yeah, this this kid gets so mad because his dad gets injured, and uh, and the kid asked Jerry Maguire, well, who's gonna who's gonna get my dad to stop?' And then you know this Jerry Maguire character is like, "Hey, no one could stop you or whatever." And then uh, she's like, and then then the kid tells him, "Stink on you." <laughs> so for. I hadn't seen the movie, and I'm like, what does the kid say? Because he clearly doesn't say that. And so when I finally see the movie, the movie, he says, fuck you. But my mom edited it for me. Stink, Stink on, on you, you, Mr. Checker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. <clears throat> Ooh, my mom's a Quaker. Um, yeah, so... Uh, they gotta, they gotta get ready uh, to go out and face this horde of vampires. Um, they have all this like, have all this stuff um, that I guess they've been stealing out of the the eighteen wheelers that are dumped out back behind the yep. behind the uh, uh, bar. Um, they have this jackhammer that uh, Seth somehow rigs up to be this fucking like steak machine. <laughs> Yeah. Um, he's got the world's biggest wooden stake in there. Um, uh, <coughs> Kate finds a crossbow. Um, Scott's got Jacob water balloons blesses. and stuff. Uh, <laughs> well, it's a it's a super soaker. Jacob yes. blesses the water that Scott's pouring into the super soaker. So he's got a holy water gun. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's filling condoms up with holy water too. Yeah. And then they 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 carve little crosses on the bottoms of their bullets too. Um, and then they go out there, and it's just uh, you know uh, they're just blowing away uh, vampires here, um, and that uh, and all the vampire makeup is great, especially that va- giant vampire rat creature. Like, I didn't understand. I didn't understand why he turned into a rat. I didn't either. And just because they just wanted to make that makeup. I think so. I I don't know why. Um, yeah, I've never understood that. No one else turned into something like that. Now, real quick, when they're walking out of the storage room into that tunnel, going back into the main bar area, yes. did any of you? And I've seen it every time I've seen this movie, but it never pays off. There's something gigantic in the back. There's oh. a giant creature, like, moving around. Really? It has a massive head, and it's, like, bouncing back and forth. You can't really make out what it is, but it is massive. Oh, man. I'm but they never fight again. a massive creature. No, they don't. It's in the back in that little tunnel. Interesting. When they're all backing up, 
and yeah. they're going forward to fight him into the bar. Yeah, had they a, already, um, had they already killed Frost? Uh, no. It may. But Frost was still humanoid-ish when they go into the bar. I'm gonna have to go back and watch because I've never noticed this. I wonder if they. It's built- this massive thing. They probably built something, and then they're yeah. like, "Nah." It probably maybe, it. maybe they built something that just didn't look right, or maybe they're like, "You can only have this big thing or the rat thing," <laughs> and they're like, "Well, we gotta get that rat on screen." You gonna want that rat? <laughs> Worked all year on that rat. We're using it. Um. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, man. No, I want to go back and watch that because I I've never noticed it. Uh. It's hard to make out, but it is gigantic. You can tell like it's a bunch of people like moving it as a puppet or something. Interesting. It's huge. Interesting. I don't know how I missed it. Um, yeah, uh, so basically, um, you know, uh, this fight goes on until uh, this fight goes on until the, the sun comes up um, and uh, we lose we lose Scott. <laughs> And we lose Jacob. Mm-hmm. I think at the end of this thing, we've only got Seth and, and Kate left. But um, mm-hmm. eventually, the uh, the doors burst open. The sunlight floods in, hits a disco ball, <laughs> which sends, that was really cool. Which sends sunlight everywhere, and everything explodes. Um, and we have Cheech Marin again uh, as Seth's contact, who's there to pick him up and, and take him to El Rey, and. Uh, there's a great bit of dialogue here where he says, what were those psychos or something? And, um, George Clooney says, do they look like psychos to you? Uh, they were vampires. Psychos do not explode when sunlight hits them. I don't care how crazy they are. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so great. Um, it's something that sorry go ahead well all i was gonna say was that even again um cheech marin hears that vampires are real and he's just like all right we gotta we gotta get out of here man i got shit to do now, something else that like went more to just like the whole darkness of this is that it was just like by chance like cheech marin or like the the contact <clears throat> he, he was just yeah. like i don't know i just saw this bar on the side of the road a few times yeah. the they said time. they were open all night it's out you in the middle of nowhere it's a place i kind of just wanted to hit up sometime yeah never been here it just it just was so hopeless feeling <laughs> it's so sad yeah i don't know seth lost his brother kate lost her entire fucking family well Richie, yeah Richie was a bad guy but, but still, Scott. Look now, let's. Scott wasn't gonna. Scott wasn't gonna do much. Um, <laughs> he didn't. None of them deserved this, though. Of course not. not the, but not the you know, I, look, Scott wasn't gonna change the world. He just wasn't. Jacob had already lived his life and gave up on it. So you know, and Richie was a Richie was a bad dude. I think it. I think it worked out. Seth escaped with his tribal tattoo, um, which is on yeah. full display here. Um, and uh, <clears throat> yeah, he's walking around without that uh, suit jacket on. He's got his wife beater on. He was like the singer of Godsmack or something. <laughs> he did. 
Let me let me say I'm not saying that people with neck tattoo neck tattoos or tribal tattoos should die. I just realized what that sounded like when I said that. Sorry. Continue. Um, We're just saying that most of them are terrible people. (laughs) Not all of them. I'm saying that. It doesn't even look good either. It's not like um, not all of them. Just no, I'm talking about I'm talking about Seth in 1996. Like when I look at that. Like, maybe when I saw this movie, I was just like, oh, yeah, now I know he's a tough guy. Um, but when I'm looking back on it in 2020, I'm like, man, that design doesn't even look good. Like, <laughs> there's way, like, I've seen way better tattoos, bro. Um, <clears throat> Shit was crazy in 96, bro. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, they probably could have got a better angle if he would have taken that fucking vest off, but he would not. Um, <clears throat> Kate wants to go with him. Uh, he says no. Do you know what kind of place El Rey is? Um, and then he he doesn't take her. And he gives her some of his money though, and so he takes off. She hops in the RV. Uh, I guess to go home. I don't know. She got some cash on her, but you know her dead. Both of her parents are dead now, so she's probably gonna have to start working. Um probably gonna lose her family home i'm just saying this story gets even darker as it continues to go (laughs) as we pan away the uh we see the behind the titty twister and and we go into this wide wide shot and it's actually the top of like an aztec pyramid um it's built into like a cliff face there and it's just filled with trucks and and big rigs and i guess all the all the bikers and truckers they've murdered over the however many centuries they've been there. And lots and lots of uh, entrances and exits, all covered yes. with blood. So <clears throat> there's more vampires. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, man. I'm. I, I was watching this now, and I'm like, I want. I I want to know what's going on in El Rey. I would love if uh, Rodriguez and Clooney would make a sequel now. And it's just Seth Gecko doing whatever. Well, it has three sequels. Well, yeah. Um, All of them unwatchable. I have not seen any of them. I want to see Seth and El Rey. That's what I want to see. There is a video game that came out in 2001 where you follow Seth and Kate. Interesting. Directly after that that night. They also made um, the TV series, um, which, first of all, recreated the movie. Um, and then I guess kept going after the movie. So the movie was like the first two episodes and then, and then it was on its own. Yeah. I forgot all about that too. It was bad. I watched a few episodes of it Uh, and and cut out. Who was in it? I mean, a bunch of nobodies. Anyone of note? Not, not not in the first couple of episodes. No one I recognized, but I mean, you know, they're working from the same script. Basically they're changing a little bit to like, I guess set up later stories but they were recreating, you know, scenes like shot for shot. And it was, I mean, just not good. <laughs> when I remember this one the, is uh, really good. The gas station scene. Yes. I know they did that. They did. And like you got your guy, the star of the show, who I don't know, but like he's doing his best Clooney impression and it's not good. I mean, it's just. I don't know. It was really weird to make it like just a shot for shot remake and that extended into a TV series, but <clears throat> twerk good. Um, and I've not seen any of the sequels. Doug, have you seen them? 
No, no desire. I have no desire. I mean, I know they're like, hey, we brought back Danny Trejo. And I'm just like, well, I don't know if he was the reason we were watching this, but I mean, it's cool that he's there. Um, well, apparently the series is on Netflix currently. Well, there you go, folks. Uh, from dusk till dawn. Don't say I didn't warn you. It is a watered down version of this, and then it just keeps going. It has an 8 out of 10 uh, rating from TV.com. Well, good for them. Or whatever that means. Good for you. Um, I saw like three episodes, and I did not like it. So maybe it gets better, but... I don't like any. Sh- I don't like any show where someone's like, "You gotta wait till like halfway through season three, and then it really picks up." And I'm just like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna devote any time two and a to half something years shitty before waiting then for it to get good." So, Robert Patrick is Jacob Fuller, and Ooh. Sex Machine. Sex Machine is played by Jake Busey. <laughs> oh shit. I kind of want to see it just because of that. <laughs> Interesting. We've got Wilmer Valderrama. Yeah. Is that Don the dude Johnson? from the 70s show? Yeah, it's Fizz. Mm-hmm. Okay. Savini, of course, makes a little appearance. Oh, Jeff Fahey. Wow. Oh, I love Jeff Fahey. Who, why is that name familiar? Jeff uh, Fahey's all in those Robert Rodriguez movies. He plays the barbecue dude yeah, in yeah, yeah. Ter- Planet it. Terror. Yeah, love him. And he's in a million other things. Silver Fox. Yeah, love him. Yeah. That's what I call him to his face. <laughs> well, a- you heard right. Um. Yeah, man. I love this movie. Uh, this is just one of my... Uh, it's so much fun and such a good fucking movie. Dude. Everyone is on point except maybe scott he's a little iffy but scott yeah scott dropped like the ball scott. but well i didn't hate scott well look, but he I was hate... a weak link hey i'm gonna you know, go by acting wise i'm glad there's a salt on precinct 13 shirt um yeah man it's it is a good time the door to the room i'm in just opened and i was like hmm, it's the ghost mm. Ghost of Scott coming back for revenge. <laughs> hey, why don't you let me podcast for a while? Um, yeah, man, this was a uh, this is a great movie. It's a lot of fun. I mean, it's got everything. It's really, really. Uh, it really does. It's disturbing. It's funny. It's got some good action. Uh, got cool fucking character designs. Um, Gory. I mean, yeah, good music. I don't know. It was a cool flick, man. I I like this movie so much. Um, And honestly, I know they're both like giant successful on their own, but I'm like, you guys should really do this more often because just mesh. What is Rodriguez doing now? Seems like he's been kind of well away for a little bit. No, he just did that, that Alita battle angel movie, which I haven't watched. Um, uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I'm not. I wasn't interested in like the CG of it, but it's on HBO now, and I I love Rodriguez, so I'm I'm gonna watch it. But it's not anything I was excited about paying to see. Um, I don't know. Just that the animation, just I don't know. Yeah, it's a little off putting. Yeah, it just doesn't look. It just doesn't look natural, and I'm just like, all right. So there's gonna be a lot of live action people. 
interacting with this thing that looks not very natural. So, um, it gave me, uh, it also just, it also just the visually gave me some Ready Player One vibes. I, I knew you were like, gonna. I just was Ready not. <laughs> I, I just, knew it. Well, then that means that you picked that up as well, because uh, aesthetically very upsetting. I saw I saw Elite Battle Angel. Um, I don't remember it being incredibly memorable, but I also watched it at a really weird time in my life. So I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah, uh, you know he's he's been making music videos again too. Um, I don't know. It seems like he just kind of does whatever. The guy, the guy's figured it out. He knows how to make money. Um, he has something called, sorry to butt in, uh, Red 11 coming out. Oh, yeah, this is a movie. Uh, Red 11 is set in the dark, twisted world of legal drug research where college kids turn lab rats to make quick money. Yeah. Um, I think he wrote this with his son. If I'm not mistaken. <clears throat> and he's got uh, another movie called We Can Be Heroes coming out. It is a, a finally a sequel to The Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Oh, is it really? Yeah, it oh, is. Seriously. Oh Look, hey, man. Those movies are fun. Well, I've not watched them because, again, they just look awful. Spy um, Kids? You've never seen Spy Kids? No, sir. Oh, man. Carla no, Gugino's sir. in it. It's just, it, the movie looks so bad. It just, I, I hate the it's, it's fun, cheesy, sci-fi, kids save the day. Uh, that, never mind. Yep. <laughs> you yep. hate kids mm-hmm. save the day, man. Yeah, I hate kids. You could just stop right there. <laughs> um, not mine. I love him. Uh, but, uh, no, I just, yeah, no, I those those came out they weren't for me um and uh but he made i mean crazy money on those spy kids movies dude that's why he's allowed to just do whatever he wants um cuz he's financially set um he's 52 years old i thought he was way younger than that yeah i mean he's been here he's been out there for a while um, also if you go to his wikipedia page the picture they use for his uh, main picture it looks like he's trying to hold in a fart. Mm. Robert Rodriguez holding in a fart. Robert Robert. <laughs> um, yeah, man, this is great. Uh, yeah. everyone I'm glad we visited great. this, man. It's I been a long it. time. Sorry, I keep I keep cutting into LTL, but good stuff. Glad we watched it. Me too. Uh, Vampire Train <laughs> keeps rolling next week, all month long. We're vamping it up. Uh, and Doug, why don't you, uh, why don't you tell the people we're, we're going to be watching, why don't, you people, why don't you tell the people we're going to be sinking our fangs into next week? Did we ever tell the series <laughs> That was worth this? all the fucking potholes I just went through to get to it. <laughs> to what? We did. Yeah. Did we? Say the, mm. the, the months, uh, the series name. It's called TCR Sucks, by the way. I don't think we did say it. Well, we did. I think we said it last week. Oh. Anywho. Next week, we will be watching Kendall's pick, a, um, a Girl Walks Home at Night. From, when was that? 2011? 12? Uh, oh, let me see. 
Oh, there was more Aretha than that. Um, Girl walks home alone at night, 2014. 2014. Yeah, man, this is a good one. Uh, Iranian vampire film. It's really good. Right? Yes. A lot of reading. Sorry, folks. I'll hail. Yeah, uh, you're going to have to, gonna have it, to read. Or you can not read and you can just let us tell you about it. But I'm, I misremember stuff all the time. I didn't see a giant monster, so... It's hard to see. I just, I, every time I've, I've noticed it since the, the first time I've seen this. I, I was mean, like, there's something back there that they wanted to do something <laughs> big with, and they didn't. You got a glimpse of a giant monster, and you're a fan of giant monsters, and then you never got that paid off. That's what the, that's what you need to call Rodriguez about. Make a yeah. sequel to this. That Whatever that big thing is, put it in <laughs> Machete 3. Yes. <laughs> I still haven't watched Machete. Um, Do yourself a favor, my I friend. I know. I want to. One want and two. To. I have your copy of the first one. So much fun. It's been sitting on my shelf forever. Um, all right. Um, yeah. Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Uh, next week. It's really good. Uh, I enjoyed it. I'm glad to watch it again. Um, I've only seen it the one time. but Never seen it. It's been on my list, but... Uh... Just hadn't gotten around to it. Well, now's your chance, brother. Oh, hell. All right. Uh, well, let's kick it on over into the horn shoe. <laughs> hey, all right. Hey, it's the horror horn shoe. Horror headlines from me to you. Um, that was terrible. Um, yes. Yeah, Wait, so, no Caleb sweet set? Oh, shit. You're right. Okay. I forgot about my sweet set, brother. Um, Okay, so, um, <laughs> all right, uh, as you know, I like to pair a movie perfectly, uh, we've been doing this for a couple of weeks, and to do that, you gotta get at, uh, what the, what the heart of the movie is about, so, uh, you know, you could go a few different directions, uh, I put some, I put some thought into it, um, you know, you got your, your heist running from the cops movie, uh, you know, you could easily, uh, you could easily watch this with a, with a Butch and Sundance or, uh, uh, Thelma and Louise. Um, you've also got, uh, vampires and, you know, kind of subverting, uh, vampire movies. Um, so, you know, you could go that direction, maybe pair it with another vampire movie. Um, maybe another, uh, are are there are there many other vampire movies set in the West? I don't think John so. Carpenter's Vampires. Oh my gosh! There you go. So now you've got now you've got that direction. Archives, folks. Yeah. Um, but really, uh, Doug, what this movie boils down to is uh, uh, losing of and, and finding again uh, one's faith. And, um, so I think, uh, you got to pair this with a movie that I've mentioned on this show, uh, somewhat recently, um, but I didn't know the name of it, Doug, and I, I did the research for you Josh guys. not dead? Oh, no. It's called Overcomer. Um, Overcomer is the story of a man who, who, he's Pornhub? No, he's got to watch the, yeah, he's, I come too much. Um... <laughs> <laughs> He's lost his family. God damn it, Jerry. (laughs) You overcame. You always overcome. 
How have I never thought of the word overcomer like that? You're welcome. Uh, and now you'll never think of it in another way. I'd never Again, will. You're welcome. Uh, this is the one I told you guys. He's like the basketball coach, but they're like, now, Tom, now you got to coach girls cross country, and there's only one girl on your team. And he's like, this is a test from God. And uh, so there's a moment in the trailer even where he's not sure about his faith, but his wife's like, uh-uh. Uh-uh, you go to church on Sunday, you're a deacon, and you love Trump, and you're going to teach that girl how to run fast. <laughs> um, yeah, so this... only overcome. Yeah. Oh, there was a... <laughs> uh, so this week's uh, sweet set, uh, obviously, uh, we're pairing up uh, from dusk till dawn with Overcomer. Um, so you're going to want to watch those two together. I also um, dabbled with... Um, movies about families and RVs, and you could, if you wanted, you could watch uh, Robin Williams in RV um, along with this film. Uh, a lot of ways you could go this week, but I think the perfect pairing is is Overcomer. <laughs> I put some emphasis in there for Kendall. <laughs> um, all right. It's gold, Jerry. I got really excited. Um, tangent i got excited when i saw somebody on twitter talking about um they got sent an unsolicited uh dick pic on instagram in a, <gasps> D, in a dm and they said that it was uh it but instagram blurted out and then asked if they wanted to actually see the picture is that all right you want to see this or not and then i got really excited now what i found out was it turns out she has it set up for any like unsolicited photos being sent from Instagram. I thought I heard. I don't know. It's another dog. Jeez. Um, anyway, so, but what I originally got excited about was that um, Instagram had to develop some sort of dick algorithm that, that sees dick pics and it's like, yep, that's a dick. And blurred it out. Um, so, anyway, I, I got very excited about technology that doesn't exist yet, but it should. Um, it really should. But I was just gonna start sending people like sausages and bananas. Dick and algorithm. Trick Holy the shit. algorithm into thinking these were dicks. <laughs> um, but twas not to be. Caleb sent me a photo of a delicious breakfast fruit and it blurred it out for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, Very weird. <laughs> I beat the machines again. He'd be sending banana pics. <laughs> I'll be pics. Mr. Banana Grabber. Um, overcomer. Right. <laughs> well, let's overcome into the horn shoe. Um, let's. All right. I saw that Cavity Colors doing a Phantasm line of. Uh, oh, of girl, shirts. man! They put out a RoboCop line too. And oh, I don't want I goddamn it. one of them. I did Woo. you? I didn't buy them yet, but oh, okay. Gotcha. I want to. That's yeah. what I was saying. Oh, I got you. Yeah, those are those are nice. And I'm ripping cavity colors right now. Oh, you Halloween. Sure enough. I'm ripping studio house design right now. A little Evil nice. Dead stack. Um, but yeah, those are going to be beautiful and amazing. And Phantasm is, uh, you know, uh, just a wild franchise, but it's got a lot of really fucking cool imagery and. Um, Fucking weird, man, is what it is. So that weird. first one is good, but it's weird. I I don't remember the sequels. I think I've seen two I and parts s- of three. I want to say I liked two a lot, 
or maybe two was like weird and then I liked three a lot. But there was one of those sequels that I really liked. It was not four or five. Um, but I love that they just keep, I love that they just fucking, we're going to make these. Yeah, fuck it, dude. Yeah, keep man. making these weird ass movies. Yeah, that first one is so fucking weird. Like, I don't even know what's going on. And by the second time, they're like, they're kind of explaining it a little bit, but they don't ever really explain what the tall man nope. is and what his fucking purpose is on this planet. He's an but, alien or a demon or some shit. I, who knows? I'll never know. But it looks cool. He's got flying orbs and stuff. Yep. Um, there's a The Witches remake. Did you see The Witches? Do you know this movie? Yeah, so with, our kids. with um, Angelica Houston? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I see a long, million years ago, but yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I remember watching it and not liking it. So, um, not disliking it, but it wasn't something. I love that movie so much. Really? I don't know. I don't know. It it's always... on Netflix currently, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was oh. like recently released. I'll have Netflix. to get around. To, I haven't seen that since, probably since it came out. Now we're talking about, it's a kids movie, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. That's why I'm making sure. But I didn't the witches wanna... are real fucked up looking in it. Yeah, it's pretty dark. Yes. All right. Well, they've remade it. Um, uh, I saw. What's his name? Robert Zemeckis directed this. For real? Yeah. And it's coming oh, on wow. HBO Max this month. Anne Hathaway's in it. I know nothing about it. Um, Anne Hathaway. I don't want to know anything about it because, yeah, I, I'm excited about it. Yeah, no. Sorry, I, if it looks like shit. No, I haven't watched the trailer even. I want to watch it with Grayson, and it seems like it'll be a, a good one for us to watch. So again, I was just curious if you guys even remember. Are they the other saying one. it's a kids thing again? I think so. I think it's only rated PG. Hmm. I think it's a family movie for, and it's coming out this month for Halloween. Um, to HBO Max. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm excited about it. Uh, I just don't really, I can't remember that first movie at all. And I just thought it was cool that, you know, the be I gotta rewatch it. It's yeah. been a, a long time, probably over 20 years since I've seen it. Um, Michael Doherty directing a Nightbreed series. Saw that. That's interesting. Anything he does. I'm down. I don't care what it is. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down with him. I don't know anything about Nightbreed, so. Clive Barker. I've yeah. seen Nightbreed maybe once, and it's Clive Barker doing crazy fucked up shit. Um, apparently, Doherty's also working on the. It's all allegories and shit for everything. What? I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, you're fine. Uh, I was just saying. I think I read that Doherty's also working on the Hellraiser series over on HBO. Um, there's a there's a Hellraiser series. Yeah, they're working on a Hellraiser series for HBO. Is Doug Bradley going to be Pinhead? I don't. Uh, I would imagine so, but all I know is that Michael Dougherty's involved in some way. I'm down. Yeah, I mean, why not? Hellraiser is something I don't get. I'm gonna watch the first two again um, this month. Don't go any further. Just watch the first two. Yeah, no, I. The second, the first one is is just insane, and then the the second one is fucked up. Yeah, like I I like I like those two. Like I know that they, I know that they go together. Check them out. First two, those first two are kind of like one long movie almost. Um, but I just remember like, I don't know, maybe I just wasn't in the right mood for it or what, but I remember that first one just like I was like I don't. Like this is crazy. Now the the visuals are amazing. 
But, you know, yep. I just, I don't know. It was hard for me to follow or care, but I'm going to try to watch it again because there are people that are way into, way into Hellraiser. Okay, so it's apparently written, uh, Michael Doherty is a writer directed by David Gordon Green. Are you talking about Hellraiser? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was trying to see if I could find any of the cast, but uh, yeah, I don't think any of that's listed. Not yet. Interesting. Well, there you go. Okay. Doherty working on some. Well, speaking of Michael Doherty, real quick. Um, has anyone seen the Trick or Treat Gulag on Shutter? Yes. Yeah. The the Sam a lantern. Yes. So cute. I love those Gulags. I'll turn those on just to have background noise i have since they've started coming out and um you know there's all there's little subtle things in the background and this one is no exception there's um there's a house in the background it's all the house is from the movie like the the house in the back behind the pumpkin is the one with all uh the ghosts in the yard that uh, what's her name turns off and yeah so there's a light on in, in the in the uh second story window and every once in a while you'll see like Sam jump or or something. That's and then cool. there's other shit going on and you hear screams and you hear that fat kid throw up all that chocolate and it's a good time. Nice. Yeah, I like those, it. Are, those are great. That's really cool. Only I watched like maybe a minute of it, not enough to get any kind of considerable background stuff, but I'll have to put it on and just have it. I had it on for maybe I wasn't like sitting and watching it. Uh, I had it on for maybe 20 minutes as I was doing something like that. I had it on for like 20 or 30 minutes while I was like picking up the house and shit. And I would look up and there'd be shit going on or noises going on. And it's, it's pretty cool. I love that little thing. Like last year was just a pumpkin inside of a store and all this weird shit would go around. And the, the first one is just a pumpkin sitting on the street. It doesn't do much. But it's it's a cool thing. Yeah, you got fucking I like your it. game shutter. If I'm gonna watch three hours of this pumpkin, it better be entertaining. Just warming up my kids for that fucking fake fireplace on TV that they love <laughs> so goddamn much. Uh, I tortured my oldest son with that so much that he started crying was, when he saw when he saw it. That shit was so funny. He would get so mad. Oh, it's it fun funny. to it's fun to have kids. Um, Netflix is making a Conan the Barbarian TV show. There are no details about it, but I'm just super jazzed. Um, cause I love Conan the Barbarian. All right. And I just hope it's like, I hope the budget's really high and I hope it's just fucking bloody and violent and can't wait. Love it could it. be the next Game of Thrones. If they do it right, make it happen. They did that Witcher show, but that looks so corny to me, dude. I could not watch. Ooh, that. My wife loves that show. I could not watch it. I was just like, it just was. You know how I am about fantasy. Like if it goes too far, I just can't. Anything with fucking sword and sorcery in it, my wife is creaming her jeans over. <laughs> <laughs> and throw in Henry Cavill on top oh, of yeah, it. Yeah, he is. And he is. I gotta get a mop. <laughs> um Elise found out that uh I don't I forget who it was. I think it was Jason Momoa or somebody. Somebody just very, very handsome, really likes sharks, is obsessed with sharks. And she was like, 
reading something and she just like looks up and she's like, did you know that they're obsessed with sharks? And then I just went wop, wop, wop. And then she fucking cried. She laughed so hard. <laughs> oh man. Um, all right. Well, that's all I got. Uh, for uh, Horn Shoe. So why don't we kick it on over to some Rants Recommends. I watch stuff, so I'm very excited to participate. <sighs> yeah. so why don't you go first? You oh, never go I, first. Or do I you prefer do. to go last? I never do because I never, I, I never have anything I think of substance. But um, I watched a couple of things this week. I watched uh, Raised by Wolves um, on HBO Max. It's an HBO Raised Max. Raised by Wolf? Wolves. Oh. <laughs> It's an HBO Max original. I've only seen the first two episodes. It's Ridley Scott and his son uh, did this together. Um, And uh, it's fucking weird. Uh, (laughs) It is very much in the vein of the uh, Prometheus and and Alien Covenant. Um, There's a lot of... There's a lot of that vibe to it. Um, so if you're not into those, then you're probably not going to be into Raised by Wolves because it's fucking weird. Uh, but by the end of the first episode, some shit goes down that is so nuts that I was like, yeah, all right, I'll 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 watch one more of those because you really got my attention. And then uh, by the end of the second episode, I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty much invested in this. So I'm going to finish the rest of the season. But um, it is fucking, it's sci-fi. Um, you know, futuristic, I'll say this, there was like, it's in this future where, um, uh, like there was a war between atheists and, uh, like these religious zealots and, uh, that war like destroyed the earth. So they've had to like go off. Um, so there's an arc full of these humans that are, you know, governed by religion. It's super fucking creepy and relevant. Um, and then there's these two androids built by atheists sent out to some planet with like these human embryos to see if androids could raise humans in a perfectly scientific environment without any beliefs at all. Um, and so it's this really like heady kind of setting, but once you get, once you get into it, um, then it gets fucking super crazy. (laughs) Like, uh, very sci-fi and like bloody and violent and fucked up. I don't know. It's it's pretty wild, um, but I'm enjoying it. So raised by wolves, everybody. All right. Super convoluted sci-fi with tons of gore and fucking crazy shit. So you know, um, if you like later Ridley Scott stuff, you're gonna be into it. Um, if you don't, then you might wanna. Take a left turn, go somewhere else. Um, And the other thing I watched, uh, which took me like three installments to watch, but I finally did it, was uh, In Search of Darkness on Shudder, which is the documentary about the 80s horror movies. Yeah. Doug, I think you brought this up recently. Um, Yeah. And I loved it. Oh, my God, I loved it. Uh, It's one of those... It's a fun little watch. I mean, like, uh, it it doesn't dive deep into anything. It doesn't dive deep into anything. Um, but it's just a fun watch. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's basically a hey, remember this movie for four and a half hours? Hey, you remember the one time where <laughs> yeah, the basically. prowler did this? 
Um, but it goes through the entire decade and it covers tons of like fun movies and shows you like, you know, there's probably, they probably spend five to 10 minutes talking about a movie. If that some movies, they just like, Oh, by the way, dolls came out. Um, you know, but, uh, it's really cool. And you kind of like these little short interviews, micro interviews about, you know, 60 or 70 different movies. Um, really, really cool. I liked it a lot. It's really good for someone who wants to get into horror. Yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff in there that I still haven't seen that I was just like, fuck, yeah, I forgot about this movie. I can't believe I still haven't seen this. So, And they're currently working on a sequel to it. Good. I, I liked it a lot. It's a fun watch. Yep. Highly recommend. Doug, that's great. That's a great recommendation. If you if you're new to horror or you're trying to like, if you basically want an explanation of why you should watch some of the most classic horror movies ever, um, uh, especially from the '80s, then this is kind of your '80s horror guide. They should do it for. Mm-hmm. I realize as we were watching it, you know, we did a '90s series, and I think we should do a full on uh, '80s series at some point. And the seventies, and and you know. All right. uh, Yeah, man, that's all I got. Those were my. Those are the things that I watched. Uh, The fucking (laughs) the documentary took like three sittings because it is lengthy. Um, I have nothing. Kindle, your turn. (laughs) I watched a lot this week, like a whole lot. Um, so I finally watched a movie that I'm I've brought up a lot with you guys i don't know if i've ever brought it up on the show but like i've tiptoed around like throwing it into a series here and there but i finally watched jawbreaker again for the first time since like i was a teenager i like that movie how does Um, that hold up i haven't seen that in a long time either i know shutter added it that's one of elise's that's one of elise's favorites um yeah it, it holds up i like it um i like rose mcgowan i like judy greer it's got Carol Kane. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pam Greer. That's a fun one. I like that one a lot. I need to, I need to watch that one too. It's been a long, long time. Uh, PJ Souls has a little cameo. Which is pretty nice. Cool. Uh, it's tiny. Like, it's not even a speaking part. But enough to be credited. I thought that was cool. Uh, Marilyn Manson as well. Um. Anyway, so yeah, Jawbreaker still holds up. Um, I watched a movie, an Elizabeth Moss movie that I can't believe I'd never heard of called uh, The One I Love. Oh, not man, that's a kind cool of movie. movie. Yeah, not the never typical of kind of movie I would ever watch because like the cover looks like it would be a rom-com, but it's like a, it's like a sci-fi, yes. dark comedy, thriller kind of thing. It's... <laughs> really good it's really good with mark duplass yes yeah um yeah it's it's very good i don't want to spoil anything about it because it's best to go into it blind but it's a uh, it's sure. really good the one i love it's on oh was it netflix or hulu can't it's remember netflix i watched it on netflix but that was fucking years ago yeah um i had never ever heard of it yeah, anyway it was good um, I watched that, uh, documentary that just came out about, um, 
I don't even want to say that asshole's name, but uh, Shanann Watts and her children that that guy killed and threw down in an oil tank. Um, excuse me. Um, Chris Is this Watts. that thing that every time you turn on Netflix, it's, it, it's the yes. first thing that jumps up? Yeah, it's called American yeah. Murderer, The Family Next Door. Um, and if you, uh, I doubt either of you would like it, but if you're into true crime, um, it really doesn't shed light on much new stuff because I, I mean, I followed that case pretty closely. Um, wasn't a lot of new information, but it, it's a pretty concise, whatever dump of all the information you would need to know about that case. It's incredibly sad. It's a good size dump. <laughs> Pretty good, concise good dump is what she said. Yep. Very concise dump. <laughs> Sorry for children. Oh shit. Very concise dump is hilarious. It's just hilarious phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> Get a little levity when talking about that situation. Yeah, that was like a horrible I've never heard of this story. I've heard of it. I'm I sure wanted to watch you- it, but I- I like true crime shit, but man, if it's heavy on a bunch of dead kids and shit, I, I'm not big on it's, it. Uh, I don't like yeah, it. it. I don't like a bunch of kids dying. It does, There's not a lot of time spent on like the graphic details with the kids, but it's enough. That, I mean, I don't have kids and it was like, ugh, it is hard to hear. Anyway. Um, it's worth a watch if you're into true crime stuff and you want a concise dump of um, information <laughs> about the case. And we always do. Oh, got me a second time. <laughs> anyway, uh, so leaving the two two really, really great things I watched this past week for last. Um, uh, wrapped up uh, my rewatch of, uh, well, I had watched all but the last season of The Good Place and I started it over and finished it. Um, uh, I, I finished it this week. It is such a good show. Michael Schur, of course. Yeah, amazing. Um, I mean, I probably, I didn't watch the last two seasons, but just because I just haven't gotten around to it, not because I don't like it. I really like it a lot. Well, it's all on Netflix now. Um, and it is incredible. It's so good. Yeah, I agree. Um, so that, and I watched a movie that has been on my watch list for years. Don't know how I never saw it, but Throw Mama from the Train. <laughs> I saw that a long time ago. Oh, okay. Oncomers uh, <laughs> or overcomers or whatever the fuck it was. Oncomers is the prequel. <laughs> overcomers too, overflowing. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> no, it's oh, overfloweth. Excuse All right. me. That's it. Uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Oh, that's a good movie. I loved it so much, so so much. Uh, yeah. That's a great movie. I haven't seen it. I've never seen it. Oh man. It's incredible. Oh, it's a great Jack Nicholson performance. Uh, <laughs> No, it's great a lot of people performances yeah it's it's really good even some scatman crothers makes a little appearance yeah scatman scatting around mm-hmm. yeah man that's a good flick. baby danny devito 
Was that on uh, Was that on Netflix as well? Ooh. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Because I don't own it. I'd like to watch that again. So good. So you're not going to recommend Bubba Hotep? I saw you that you were watching that this week. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I, I fell asleep. This is on a day when I was not feeling particularly well because this COVID shit keeps coming in waves, uh, overcoming in waves. And um, don't I know it. I missed like maybe a 15 minute chunk out of it. And, you know, it's not the greatest thing. Uh, I mean, it was fun. I really liked how many times the word pecker was used. <laughs> but I don't know. Just saying pecker makes me. <laughs> <laughs> She's got genuinely tickled just saying the word pecker. <laughs> so funny. Um, man, I just, I love Bruce Campbell. And what was the, had, what was the inspiration to watch Bubba Hotep? Um, so, uh, Oh, it was, was it the, maybe it was the day after the debate, but I watched the debate on the Roku channel and like, I had never like perused the Roku channel and it was one of the featured things on the Roku channel. So gotcha. I watched it had ads, um, which it wasn't terrible, but, uh, <laughs> the yeah. debate, I watched the debate and when it was over, I was like, man, you know, what would be good to watch right now. Bubba Hotel. <laughs> I want to watch two old I mean, guys that, that debate was directed by Don Cascarelli mm-hmm. definitely um, I did watch something else this week I totally forgot I watched the South Park COVID special um, oh I watch it was it worth watching yeah of course it was it was very very funny um, yeah it was it was very funny um, uh Elise walked in right at the, I don't want to spoil it for you if you haven't seen it, but Elise walked in at, at one particular moment and uh, she just is like, and she likes the show. She doesn't love it. Um, and she's like, what the fuck are you watching? And I was like, it's South Park. She was like, why are you watching this right now? I'm like, it's a new one. They just did it for, for COVID. Um, it was really funny though. That was on, it's on HBO Max. Um, yeah, I forgot that I watched that, but it was good. Um, are the marshes still, uh, like on that pot farm? Yes. Integrity or whatever. It's a huge, it's a huge, uh, it's, it's the entire plot of the, (laughs) of the episode. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. He's running a COVID special. And so there's lots of really fun dialogue where people are like, did you think that a COVID special was going to make things better? Nobody cares about your COVID special. A lot of on the nose jokes like that. Um, but yeah, it was good. And that's all I got for real. I'll probably watch that tonight. Yeah, it's worth it. I mean, it's, it's like just a HBO Max exclusive. Uh, it was on Comedy Central, and then they moved it over to HBO Max after it premiered. So. Yeah, it's like 45 minutes. It's worth watching. It's funny. I haven't watched South Park in forever. Yeah, I'm I'm not 
current with it. I've seen a couple episodes here and there just because they were on. But I haven't watched it. I haven't watched like every episode of a season in like three or four years, I think. Same. It's been a couple years since I've watched it religiously. Yeah, I remember they put it on Netflix and I was living with Peter, so I was like eight or nine years ago and I watched I, wa- I like binge watched the whole thing and then I was stayed current with it for uh you know after that but it's just like one of those things I don't know like I don't really watch a tv show for 20 years so you know I might hang out with it for a decade or so and then I'm like all right see you later <laughs> Got other I stuff. still watch the Simpsons you know what? that's true something else I'm gonna recommend I haven't seen it in a long time but um, the documentary Six Days to Air. Pretty sure uh, I've recommended was, it before, yeah, but I've cool. seen that. That's good. It's so good. They are fucking insane. But yeah, I gotta recommend that too. I need to rewatch it. Well, uh, if you saw the COVID special and uh, you didn't think it was funny at all, um, you can always uh, inform me of that. Uh, Doug, where can they reach us? Uh, you can reach us at Carver. Pod at gmail.com. I don't need my phone anymore because I don't have to remember the phone number because it is gone. Yes, if you missed out last week, uh, we were informed uh, that our phone number was deactivated, uh, and I think it's because it was never used. So thanks, everybody. Uh, makes us feel. <laughs> I was gonna make a little uh, MP4 GIF of like the the phone number on a tombstone, and it's gonna be like. <laughs> I will I never got around to it though. It may still have. I'm ready to go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Email us. We want to hear from you. We sure do. That phone wanted to hear from you too. And you you killed it. You should feel bad. Yeah. Now I'm just paying for a phone bill for this phone that I bought for it. Been paying for 200 bucks a month for this. Email carbonrancepod at gmail.com and tell Caleb how stupid he is. I got 5G coverage on this thing so I could talk to you guys. But yeah, we're on Instagram and Facebook. Hit us up. You should. Um, All right, man. Well, uh, thanks for listening to uh, TCR Sucks. Going to be a fun month of uh, vampire movies. Um, like I said, Girl Walks Home Alone at Night uh, next week. Um, that's a really cool flick. I'm excited to talk about it. Excited to watch it again. Um, all right, man. Thank you for listening. We've been the Nobodies. I'm Caleb. I'm Doug. Yeah, I'm still Kendall. Hey, and uh, keep on renting. <laughs> <laughs>